In this bulletin, Russian President Vladimir Putin announces the annexation of four Ukrainian regions amid condemnation from the West. EU countries remain divided over proposals for a gas price cap as energy ministers meet in Brussels. And in basketball, a heartbreaking World Cup loss for the Opals in a dramatic semi-final against China. Good morning, Tina Quinn with SBS News. Russian President Vladimir Putin has officially declared the annexation of four occupied Ukrainian regions, addressing the crowd a short time ago at a ceremony in Moscow. You will know that in the People's Republics of Donetsk and Luhansk, and in the regions of Zaporizhia and Kherson, referendums were held. The results of these referendums were clear. The people have made their choice. It is a clear choice. Today we will sign the agreement for People's Republic of Donetsk, the People's Republic of Luhansk, the region of Zaporizhia and the region of Kherson to become part of Russia. The Kremlin's called on Ukraine to negotiate, insisting there was no debate to be had over the annexation of these regions. President Putin added that the West were to blame for explosions on the Nord Stream gas pipelines, which is still being investigated. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has responded, saying that any possibility of talks with Mr Putin have now been cancelled. He's urged NATO to grant Ukraine expedited membership to the military alliance. Meanwhile, Western nations have joined in condemning President Putin's move to annex the Ukrainian regions. Swedish Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson has dismissed the move as completely farcical. In response, the United States has announced an immediate new weapons shipment for Ukraine next week. President Joe Biden says that the US and its allies will not recognize the annexation, nor will they be intimidated by Mr. Putin's actions. He can't seize his neighbor's territory and get away with it. It's as simple as that. And they're going to stay the course. They're going to continue to provide military equipment so that Ukraine can defend itself. America is fully prepared with our NATO allies to defend every single inch of NATO territory. Every single inch. So, Mr. Putin, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Staying overseas and European Union countries remain divided over proposals for a gas price cap as energy ministers meet in Brussels. Ministers from the 27 EU member countries approved measures which were proposed earlier this month to contain an energy price surge, including a levy on fossil fuel company surplus profits for this year and next. While many countries want the next step to be a broad gas price cap, others are opposed to the idea. Germany is one such European power reluctant to adopt the proposal, with the country's economy minister calling instead for Europe to make joint gas purchases and persuade friendly gas exporters like Algeria to lower their prices. Austria's energy minister also expressed concern, saying she'd not seen any proposal on a gas price cap that would guarantee significant supply to Europe. But EU Energy Commissioner Kadri Simpson says it's vital that Europe reaches a consensus because the resources war with Russia poses an immediate risk. We have to remove the incentives that are there for Russia to manipulate with uh, volumes. And, uh, well, the answer is clear. We have to offer price cap for all Russian gas, not only pipeline, but also LNG. And for our partners with whom we can negotiate, we have to negotiate price corridors. 
Australia has come out in support of the United States' pledge to strengthen relations with the Pacific. The US has committed $1.25 billion into its new Pacific strategy, which will involve an array of new programs to bolster the economy, strengthen its response to climate change and counter China's growing influence in the region. Foreign Minister Penny Wong has commended the new partnership. She says it's essential that there's a stronger commitment to the Pacific region. We saw Pacific unity on display and as you know one of the things we've talked quite a great deal about since we came to government was the importance of the Pacific family working together. Uh, every country in the Pacific is a sovereign nation. They make their own sovereign decisions and those uh, at, uh, and, and they have in relation to this uh, declaration with the United States. Uh, but we welcome Pacific unity uh, and the fact that the United States worked through the regional architecture, which is the Pacific Island Forum. A new report has exposed widespread sexual harassment and abuse at Australia's Antarctic research stations. The external review commissioned by the Australian Antarctic Division details what it described as a predatory culture, including unwanted requests for sex, insults and homophobia. The report revealed some women even felt compelled to hide their periods while on field missions because they feared men would view them as incompetent. Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek says she's shocked by the report. Sexual harassment is unacceptable in any workplace, anywhere. I was actually gobsmacked to read some of the reports um, here talking about, you know, pornographic images up on, up on walls. Like, you know, I, I really did think we had eradicated this sort of thing from Australian workplaces decades ago. It's not acceptable. We turn to sport now and the Opals have missed out by just two points at a spot in the Basketball World Cup final. It was in the final minute of the game that China swept to the other end of the court to claim victory. The Australian side had fought back to take the lead in the last quarter following a tight contest between the two sides. It was a devastating result for the Opals who were desperate to play for gold at their home contest. But centre Mariana Tolo says that the team sides are now set on the bronze medal. That's tough. You know, China were tough all game. It was really physical. We battled the whole game to get it back from six points down at half. And to lose by two like that is really, really heartbreaking. But um, we have a job to do tomorrow and we have to turn up to be able to get that bronze medal. And that's all the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Tina Quinn. There'll be more after midday. 